0: in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit be with you all good morning dear children of god and welcome to friday of the second week in ordinary time of the church's year today being the 21st day of january 2022 We celebrate the memorial of St. Agnes. Dear friends, let us together call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Touch Not the Lord's Anointed. Touch Not the Lord's Anointed. The first reading today is taken from the first book of Samuel chapter 24 from verse 2 to verse 20. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Mark chapter 3 from verse 13 to verse 19. one may ask following the theme of my reflection today who is the lord's anointed who is the lord's chosen who is actually not to be touched because he or she is the lord's anointed friends in christ jesus the choice of jesus since disciple today by this divine master Jesus himself, God who became man, who knows all things and knows the end of a thing from his beginning and knows every human person through and through, teaches us who truly the anointed of God is. The anointed of God is one chosen by God to be a servant of God, a child of God. Judas was one among the twelve that Jesus chose to be his close companions, his close collaborators, even though he was to betray Jesus. And Jesus knew this from the very beginning. And so the Lord's anointed is not the necessarily the righteous man, the man who is perfect in morality, the man who is godly in every ramification, but the man who has the Spirit of God upon his or her life, the one chosen to be God's own child, whether such a one is truly God's child or not. The fact that God makes a choice of you makes you an anointed of God. And in general terms, everyone created by God was chosen by God to be a child of God. And in that sense, everyone created by God is an anointed of God because everyone possesses the Spirit of God. For the Spirit of God is the agent of life in the life of every human being. Remove the Spirit of God from a man. In general terms, such a person ceases to be alive. However, there are people who are specially chosen for special offices and special functions by God. These, in a special sense, can also be referred to the Lord's anointed. In any case, for the interest of today's homily, we are considering every created person as the Lord's anointed. And this is literally seen in the life of St. Agnes, whom we celebrate today. For she recognized, even in her pagan persecutors, the anointed of God, and she treated them as such. Who was St. Agnes? St. Agnes was a very beautiful young Christian girl of 13 years only, born in the year A.D. 291. And many young persons wanted to marry her, but she refused to marry anyone. One person named Prokop, son of the prefect of the area, whom, also, whom she also refused to marry, informed the authorities that she was in fact a Christian. She was arrested and detained in the house of prostitution. She was sentenced to death by the prefect Sempronius, and she was dragged naked along a street. But, due to her prayer, her hair grew suddenly and covered her body. When the authorities tied Agnes to a stake to burn her, the wood did not burn, and the flame went away from her. Legend also says that one person who looked at Agnes with lust lost his eye his eyesight, but his Eyesight was restored miraculously by the prayer of Saint Agnes. Another true story about her is that another son of the prefect died suddenly when he attempted to rape her, but he was also revived miraculously when the prayer after the prayer of Saint Agnes. Then a soldier beheaded her by his sword and she died on january twenty first, three. It is also said that a basilica was constructed in her honor by the daughter of Emperor Constantine. She is considered as the patron saint of chastity, gardeners, guilt, engaged couple, rape victims, and virgins. This is the young lady we celebrate and I said she has a peculiar quality for the fact that she recognized in these pagan persecutors of hers, the young man who looked at her lustfully lost her eyesight and she restored it through her prayers. Even the young man who attempted raping her died suddenly and she brought her back to life through her prayers. She would have just allowed these persons to waste away in their affliction because of their evils but he changed their situation through her prayer for life. In the first reading today, we see a similar scenario played out between Saul and David. David was chased after by Saul having been rejected by God since God rejected Saul and the spirit of God left Saul. Saul came all out to destroy David but today God delivered David into the hands of God and, and into the hands of David and instead of David destroying Saul David said I shall not touch the lost anointed and so he spared the life of Saul and Saul Seeing that David spared his life, said to David, "You are more righteous than I. I, for you have repaid, for you have repaid me with good. Whereas I have repaid you with evil, and you have declared this day how you have dealt well with me." In, in that you did not kill me when the Lord put me into your hands. For if a man finds his enemy, will he let him go away safe? So may the Lord reward you with good. For what you have done to me this day. And now, behold, I know that you shall surely be king, and that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in your hands. Now, David Saul made his prayer of blessings over David. Having seen David, he saved his or spared his life when he had the opportunity of killing him, since he was apt to destroy the life of David. And like I said earlier, in the gospel today, Jesus called 12 to become his disciples. And one of these 12 will eventually betray him. And one will begin to wonder, why would Jesus choose one whom he knows is an enemy, or at least a potential enemy, to be his collaborator and his intimate friend? They are child of God. These are all indicative of the fact that these men, who in human terms are actually enemies, are, are, are in, in real sense true anointed children of God, and should also be given the opportunity to thrive, to survive, and to live. In our world of today, we destroy one another. We even fight for God would wish others dead because of their perceived evil. Once we perceive anyone as an enemy, the first thing that comes to our mind is to eliminate, is to destroy, is to disgrace, is to humiliate. Any man, in fact, there is a story, um, a, of course, an incident that happened somewhere in Nigeria, of a teacher who flogged a young student of about 13 years to death for not doing his assignment. You can see, seeing that this young man has failed to do that which is responsibility, led his teacher to flogging him to death, not recognizing him as the Lord's anointed. Those in politics, once they perceive you as a potential or real or possible um, opponent, they do everything to blackmail you, to hunt you down, to bring you down. Those in authorities, when they see any lapse in you, they just quickly sack you from job simply because they have the power to hire and to fire, even when you are innocent. When is merely suspect their partner of infidelity, they do everything to hunt such a person down. Family members, siblings kill one another simply because they perceive the other as a potential enemy or heard that such a one has done something against his progress. Children kill their parents, Children, parents kill their children for perceiving such a one to have been a possible source of affliction. People go to churches seeking for solutions to their problems, asking for prophecies to know who is responsible for their troubles, and do everything, even in the name of God, to bring down such people perceived as their possible enemies. They are children of God. Let us remember that our fellow human beings are the anointed of God, just as we consider ourselves to be the anointed of God. When you begin to see only the evil of other people, you will be blinded to your own limitations and your own evil. When you look out for the good in other people, you will be more conscious of your own limitations and your own sinful inclinations. And that helps you to become a better person and to treat others fairly or better. The children of God, God invites us today to treat one another with kindness, with love, with respect. Let us go all out, recognizing in everyone the anointed of God. And let us treat everyone as though He is the Jesus we know and see. And by so doing, we create a healthier society and a better human relationship. For in relating with others with love, kindness, and respect, we are able to build a more cordial society where peace, unity, and love will thrive. Remember this. Every person you meet every day, no matter how evil such a person appears to be, is the Lord's anointed. And God calls you today like he called David. Touch not his anointed. And like David, may we go out to take care rather than to destroy the souls of our society of today. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.